Sarah Carr would never look at the sea the same way again, or listen to the waves sweep across the shore while in the embrace of her first love. Drawing in the briny air, feeling the wind rush through her unbound hair, now spoke of danger and loss. Basking in blue moonlight under the stars and having Jamie point out the constellations was now a thing of the past that could never, in her mind, be repeated. Tonight a hunter's moon stood behind bands of dark purple clouds as if it were the milky eye of evil. Along the bronze sand, deep green seaweed entwined with rotted gray driftwood. The scent of salt blew heavy in the air, deepening the sting of tears in her eyes and tasting bitter on her tongue. She had pleaded with Jamie not to go down to the shore with the others when they beat on the door and called out that a ship had wrecked in the harbor. But an empty pocket and a growling stomach influenced him to go. For over an hour she waited for him to return, and then she could bear the anxiety no longer. Sarah slipped on her worn leather boots and hurried down to the beach, working her way through the tangle of frenzied scavengers in hopes of finding him. People rushed about her, some with torches, others carrying glowing tin lanterns. There were calls and shouts over the howl of the wind and the noise of the sea. They carried sacks, barrels, and crates, which had been tossed in the surf and washed ashore. Others were taken perilously from the sinking vessel. The groan of its timbers caused Sarah to shiver as she thought of the poor souls trapped aboard. She could make out its black hulk in the moonlight, its mainmast shooting up through the boil of waves like a spear. Have mercy on those left behind, O Lord. She shoved back her tangle of hair and watched the hapless ship go down into the dark depths of an angry sea. A bonfire threw sparks over the sand. The foamy edge of the surf seemed a ribbon of gold near her feet. The few sailors who had survived looked on wide-eyed and drenched to the bone. They shivered in the cold, with no weapons to fend off the looting. A firm hand moved Sarah back, and she gasped. Come on, girl, this is no place for you to be. She turned to a man in untidy clothes. His wet hair corkscrewed around his ears and hung over his forehead. He had turned up his collar against the drizzle and wind. She recognized him as one of the villagers, a fisherman by trade, but did not know his name. You must leave this place before it gets too rough, Sarah. We'll take Jamie to the chapel with the others. Come with me. She shook her head at his meaning. Jamie, where is he? She shouted over the blast of wind as she glanced at the chaos around her. Why must we go to the chapel? The man did not answer. Instead, he shifted on his feet, frowned, and glanced away. Then, still silent, he took her by the arm again and led her across the sand. Her hair, the color of burnt umber, floated about her eyes, where the mist blurred her vision. Are we gathering there to pray? she asked. We need to pray for those poor souls caught in the sea. She lifted her skirts and stepped unsteadily. Her limp made it difficult to navigate the beach. Ah, let me help you. The man threw his arm across her back. Over this way. Watch your step. Steady now. He took her to a place where the rocks made a barrier between the village and the sea. In the orange firelight, Sarah saw bodies stretched out on the sand in a row, their clothes soaked and splattered with sand. Faces were ashen in the torchlight. Their arms were crossed over their chests. The worst of her fears exploded into reality. She trembled and felt her knees weaken. Upon a blanket lay her husband, Jamie, his youthful face whiter than the wet shirt that clung to his lifeless body. His eyes were closed. His dark hair, soaked, clung to his throat. Sarah gasped. 
Jamie! She shivered from the cold wind that shoved against her, that pounded the waves upon the beach, from the grief that struck a merciless fist against a breast once content with love, thinking it would last forever. No! She fell beside him and threw her arms across his chest, wherein lay a silent heart. Lord God, do not take him from me. Bring him back. She shook with weeping, and someone pulled her away. Four men wrapped her lad in the blanket and lifted him. She followed. Her skirts twisted around her limbs as the wind gusts grew stronger. A storm had battered the Cornish coast, and another whisked across sea and land behind it. Within moments, clouds smothered the moon and stars. The bonfire and a few lanterns, the only lights to guide their steps up to the centuries-old stone church.